everybody, Mike Dempsey here. It's NFL playoff time, and you can still win playing Underdog Fantasy by picking higher or lower on player stats at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code 1010XL, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Trevor drops, looks, looks, fires back in the end zone, caught for the touchdown! Touchdown in the back of the end zone to Calvin Ridley and Jacksonville has taken the lead. Checks it down underneath. That's a crossing route to Christian Kirk. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Christian Kirk to the goal line. Touchdown, Jacksonville. A crossing route to Christian Kirk. And the Jags have retaken the lead. Fires this one deep downfield, and that ball is going to be picked off. The Jags pick it off, and they're going to run it back. That is Dewey Winger. Picked it off in the middle of the field. He's still running it back. He got it into Pittsburgh territory. Andrew Wingard stepped up and picked that thing off. It's disappointing. Disappointing the way we finished our season. Obviously, it's, it's definitely not good enough. You know, things start with me, and I got to make sure that I'm holding myself accountable and I'm doing all I can to, you know, help our football team win on and off the football field, but just not good enough. Uh, it hurts. You know, it hurts to not be able to finish. And you look at where we were at one point in the season and just finished really, really poorly and kind of you know, gave it away. So there's so many things you look at and it's disappointing and frustrating and we have a lot of really great players and I think we have the potential to be a great team. We didn't finish the year that way. 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Hold my pocket. Dylan Denmark. All right, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. It's always a happy Friday with Tommy Mack. Yeah, is in the studio. Good morning, Tom McFans. Good morning. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great, man. All you right. Know, it's Friday. It's uh, always a good day. Love to hear you're doing great. I love, you know, talking love on doing the, uh, great. the radio. So it's good. It's good a perfect, to be here with you It's fellas. a perfect combination of events yeah, man. that's all come together. Tony, good morning. Yep. Good morning. Tony's rocking the Jags gear today. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Like it? Yep. AF. Air Force. <laughs> Duval Air Force, And baby. friends. Duval and friends. That's correct. Duval and friends. He's Duval and friends. Duval friends affiliated. everywhere, man. Yeah. Pockets, yeah. what's up with you, man? Are you, you you in the hyperbaric chamber over there or what's going on? Yeah, we're chilling. I'm uh I'm trying to I'm gonna stay loose during the break. We got a, a big faculty seniors versus faculty game at one fifteen. So uh this is how I young, just, no young pockets is, right? Like yeah. pockets no, is, I know. is an assistant I asked coach, him, right? yeah. And yeah. I'm like Oh, so you're going to be posting up like the art teacher. And then I, it dawned on me, no, wait a minute. He's yeah. on the faculty. He's on the faculty. He's on yeah. the faculty yeah. side yeah. of things. Those are right great there. games, man. We used to, I remember doing that. Yeah, we, I, we, yeah. I never did it in basketball. We did yeah, it we in, did it in uh, softball oh, back, yeah. back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that was sure. fun. But, yeah, heck uh, yeah. Whatever, yeah. They, Beating up on a couple teachers was always fun. Oh, it, not, not everybody <laughs> loved that, you know, just watching. <laughs> or, although, you know what? You could earn some serious cred if you're a teacher if you had any games. Yo, yeah, having no, my yo, senior no doubt, year, no doubt. You know, we used to play uh, the Jag, like retired Jags would play the Landrum School, uh, the faculty, and they had some ballers. I mean, they oh, beat yeah? us a couple times. I mean, then we had to bring in like James Stewart, a couple ringers, some to, ringers like, <laughs> to like even it out because they they were they could play ball, they could shoot, they could jump. They were yeah, there was good athletes, good athletes everywhere, man. There sure are. They really are. Pockets, what were you saying a second ago here? I was like, no, uh, one of the faculty my senior year balled up one of the seniors, like crossed him out of his shoes, Ooh. and the Ooh. gym just went nuts. Yeah, you yeah. you would not, uh, you'd not, your reputation wouldn't, 
not survive. Like the the ten year reunion, you're hearing about that, right? Oh right? yeah, the time Absolutely. you got wrecked in the <laughs> yes, <laughs> no doubt. You're right about pickup that. game. You will hear forever about that. in lore. Uh, no doubt. Oh man, how how nice would it be? We were playing this time last year. Oh, Jags man. getting ready for the Kansas City Chiefs, and you know it's old puncher's chance, right? Yeah. You know, hey, you're going into the yeah. the lion's den, but. Let's see what happens. And yeah. they had opportunities. It was their form tone. I mean, they had a great chance. They could have been, you know, it's so close to getting to the ASC title game last yeah. year. Yep. No, yeah. it's not like was, they haven't been there before. Yeah, I was telling Pockets, uh, you know, I'm Jonesing for baseball, right? And that usually doesn't happen until a couple weeks after whatever's going on with the Jags is done. Yeah. Then I start feeling yeah. it's like, all right, Brave season's right around the corner. Yeah. I got a couple months still before that begins. Last year, that got delayed, like to the point where this morning I'm watching – a short, like, in that bat of Eric Gagne pitching to Barry Bonds, <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, because Gagne had won the Cy Young that year and Bonds was the MVP. That's cool. I go, I'll watch that again in the playoffs. I love baseball. But it yeah. usually takes me a couple weeks after football season's yeah. done, and so I start, I start feeling that itch again right. for Major League Baseball to be okay. back. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of it, man. Like, yeah. I'm ready for spring training, all that. Happy to talk Jaguars football every day, but doggone them that we aren't still talking about them playing. I, I love the playoffs, man. I just I love them because it's especially the divisional. I think the divisional playoff round. Best weekend that, of football. Yeah, it is just just the best. to me the best the whole I year. Agree. I One agree. One of the best sports weekends yeah. of the year. Yeah. We uh so we went four years in a row, but I only played in two of them, ninety six and ninety eight. And it's it's man the hype the. Just the feeling of confidence going in with your fellas, going into battle. It's just there's eight left. You know, if you mess up, you're done. Got to be on your total game. It's a, I mean, it's just so like you can't even explain the, the how The way your whole fan base will feel about the next six to eight months yep. is determined by the outcome of one or two games. Yeah. You know, like Absolutely. the Bucks. I think the Bucks go in even if they lose, yep. but they give oh, Detroit – a run yeah. for their money, and yeah. they bring Baker back, and they bring Mike Evans back. They're going to feel pretty good going yeah. into next year. And you year. don't always have to get into the playoffs to create that momentum, right? Like Detroit created that with yeah. the back half of their season last year and ending the season, ending the Packers' season, yep. right? Like that was yep. enough for them to have momentum going into an offseason that they obviously have carried over into the next year. Yep. Now they got an opportunity to play in an NFC championship game for what, the first time in the Super Bowl era? Yeah. You know, yeah, which is awesome. Like you know, that's that's awesome. Uh, listening to Campbell after that that last game where he brought his GM in in front of the TV or in front of the team uh, in the locker room. Did you see that? And it, it was interesting what he said. He said, "You know, we had a plan three years ago. He gave him a game ball, so he's like, we had a plan three years ago of what kind of player we wanted to to have on this team. He didn't talk about talent. Didn't talk about any of that. It was just what kind of player, and it fits, right? You got to have the right talent with the culture, the scheme, and it fits." I say that. I tell you what. If I had, if there's an upset to be picked, I think Tampa's got. They got some momentum, man. I f- I feel like they are feeling really confident that they can go into Detroit and win that game. I I want Brunel to keep going. Of course, that's a tie. But at, uh, you know, as far as what I'm thinking, I think Tampa. They remind me a little bit of '96. You know, you just get on a hot streak at mm-hmm. the right time. Defense starts playing a little bit better. Offense is clicking. The quarterback's rocking. Your offensive line, very physical, getting after people, setting the tone. So it'll be a tall order, don't get me wrong, but uh, I think Todd Bowles has got those guys believing they can go up there and win. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you as far as that goes. But I, 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 I'll push back a little bit on Tony's 
the the momentum thing. Like I'm more like Mike Vrabel said. Mike Vrabel's like none of this matters. You know, this if we win and we you said this going into week 18. If we win, this is not going to impact us in OTAs or minicamps one iota. We just want to win today because that's right. what we play for. We play to win. I don't know. Like the Jags. Super hot down the stretch last year. Go into the postseason. They've got all this right. feeling and everything. And, okay, they won their opener, but then they dropped their next two. I, I don't know. I don't think it's a blanket thing. I think Detroit yeah. treated the last week of the regular season like a playoff game against Green Bay. We're not going to the playoffs, but they're not either, right? Yeah. And this is a playoff game for us. I don't even think Tennessee did that in Week 18 this year. No. I think they said, you know what, we'll, we'll give it a shot this week, and they were better than the Jags on that day. Good for them. I think Detroit felt momentum and wanted to hold it. Tennessee had no momentum to hold. I think Detroit was a different story. I just don't think they're all equal. I don't yeah, think it's I guess. one thing. I, I think yeah. the outcome kind of determines it, though. Like Usually. You know, like, like did Detroit have momentum, or are they just a good team that continued to get better, and then they played well this year? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what the, I, I the answer to that is. momentum can carry depending on where the state of your franchise is in. You know what I mean? Like, what if you've gone, I don't know, you've had losing records for two or three years in a row, and then – you know, you finish nine and eight. Like, okay, you know, you finish strong that end of that year. Can you take some of the momentum into the next year? I think you can. I think what's different about Detroit, and you may not agree with this, but I, I, I think he kept them humble. Like he, I think he said, you know what, we haven't done anything yet. We got to keep working, keep going. And I don't think it was just here, you know, coach speak. I think they all believe, like, you know what, we haven't done nothing. I think the Jags, and and I think Philly too, man. I think they got a little big for their britches, man. They got ten and one. Thought they had it all down. Everything was good. Now, granted, they switched the the defensive coordinator mid season and all that. Maybe that's not a well. Good they they lost thing both their do, coordinators in yeah. Philadelphia. That's true in the that's off true. season. So. But that slide, you know what I mean? Very similar to the Jags. I don't know. Sometimes you Philly you gotta a, wonder what's going on in that locker room. Philly was a fumble away from probably winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Like yeah. that's where they were last year, and it the crumbled. back half of this season just completely. I was yelling. Out. I'm not even a fan. I was yelling at him for all those missed tackles. I'm like, what the hell yeah. are you guys doing? Nobody knows how to tackle anymore. It's crazy. All right, so the Bucks dusted them off pretty well, which gives yeah. them that momentum going yeah. into Detroit Agreed. today. Uh, we're Agreed. asking our official Chad and Sandy real estate question today is about the weekend's playoff matchups. Which of the four underdogs is the best bet to cover the spread? Not necessarily oh. win outright, okay. but uh, so that could change it. But uh, I think all of them you can make a case for. Uh, the Texans getting nine and a half versus Baltimore. Green Bay getting nine and a half versus San Fran. The Bucks getting six and a half on the road in Detroit, and the Chiefs getting two and a half up in Buffalo. Uh, Deion Dawkins made a good point. Chiefs have never played in Buffalo with fans in the stands. Remember, they had a COVID game yeah. up there, and the stands were basically empty uh, yeah. when they beat Buffalo the last trip they made up there. So, um, well, We played up there. I mean, it's loud, but it's not the loudest. No, but, you know? I mean, he's just saying, look, you know, you, you, if you think you've home. come into our environment right. and you know what it's about, you right. don't know what it's about. That's, I mean, what a nightcap. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's yeah. going to be an incredible game. And thank goodness the kickoff's at 6.30 because I can watch the whole thing. I'm with you. <laughs> and I'll fall asleep. I, I'm time. totally with yeah. you. Um, I'm so excited about the weekend. Yeah. Uh, what time's the early kick on Sunday? Three. Is it? Yeah, it's 3 and 6.30. Oh, that's 30. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, like, awesome. gonna be I'm putting like, a peg in the ground on like Sunday. Six, it's going to be cold. Yeah. I'm going to go chase the golf ball and then yeah. going to watch some football There you that. go, so man. That's a good day right I got there. it all planned. Now we got the 4.30 kick for the uh, Texans-Ravens game. Oh, on Saturday. Right. It's 4.30, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, and which Sunday's is good. I'm, I'm on from 3 to 5. I'm serious. So that, that gives okay. us something to build into. And then yeah. when the games are on, 
Yeah. Radio's pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, look. It's a first time. If you had to pick between Baltimore and San Fran <laughs> to and win and their games, who would who do you think or who do you think's going to lose? I don't think either their respective one of them's going to lose. If you had to pick one though, who do you think it would it be? You know, I don't know if I, this is the right I, I just think the Texans are going to sneakily give Baltimore more trouble than people think they're going to. Yeah. You know, um I think early on they will for sure. I think a lot of people I and in fact I think if the Ravens covered. I think it's a, a late kind of like a backdoor cover. I think it's like a one score game, and then okay. you know just they, nine. They, did you say uh, that's at four thirty? No, no, no. The the points. Oh, uh, nine and a half. Nine, nine and a half. half. Yeah. Okay. So I could see it being like a touchdown game, and yeah, then see, yeah. getting the 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 score late to kind of put it away. Okay. That kind of situation, yep. something like that. I think more people would pick the Packers to beat the Forty ers than they would yeah. uh, the reverse. But I. I don't. Again, I don't think either one of them wins, but yep. I think the Texans. Um, I don't know. I just have a, a hunch. That and and look, keep the only close. thing, the only reason I bring it up because a lot of it. Look, you the rust may may only last for a quarter or half a quarter or maybe even a couple series. You know what I mean? But you haven't played in game speed in a while. The other team has, right? So mm-hmm. they have a little bit of an advantage there. And if they can capitalize that and get up early, well, or just get some momentum early, have a chance. I don't know if the, either one's going to be rusty, meaning San Fran or Baltimore, yeah. but you got to wonder if – I mean, they haven't played in a, in a couple weeks now, so that, that can yeah. creep in. And both teams not playing anybody week 18, right? It's not just one week So now off, it's, it's two weeks it's or two weeks three almost. Both yeah. these teams are, so it wouldn't be surprising if – look, there is something to the momentum of having won a playoff game. Yeah. That matters. That momentum, I yeah. believe. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. like week to totally. week momentum. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That kind of stuff really does matter. And yeah. going up against a team that hadn't played their guys in a couple of weeks, they got to get back into it. I'm not yeah. saying they can't. Those are clearly the two best teams in football yeah. to this point this year, the two one seeds in each conference, right? Like, it's there's no debate who yeah. the best team to this point in the season has been in each conference. But you take two weeks off and go up against a team that had to find a way to win. Yep. The week before in a yeah. do or die right. kind of moment. There is something to that. So, yeah, yeah, I think both teams will, their best punch is going to be their early punch. Is that going to be enough to stagger no, right. the 49ers? That's the question. I, I do not know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll talk about those matchups today and who we like in the games this yep. weekend. And we'll eat our hearts out with jealousy that the Jags are not among the final eight playing this weekend. But we've got some Jags related issues to get into today, uh, including Albert Breer had some. Uh, commentary in one of his columns about uh, how down the stretch of the season, the Jags front office was a little disenchanted with Press Taylor. Uh, So we'll discuss what does that mean? Does it have any bearing on anything at this point in time? Is it too early to look at a couple of mock drafts? Because I feel like I'm ready to look at a couple of mock drafts. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, I'm not ready. I want to see. I want to do the Super Bowl. The day after the Super Bowl, I start thinking about next year. La, 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 la. (laughs) It's all good. I won't remember half of it. (laughs) Neither will I. All right. Uh, Honestly, I can't. I I find myself forgetting the most mundane things now from time to time. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, who's like? Yeah. I, I couldn't remember yesterday. I couldn't remember who's playing. Like I remember like three of the matchups, and then I'm sitting there trying to rack my brain. I'm like, who's, yeah, like, the, other, who's the other one? Who's the other, other game yeah. being played this weekend? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, of course, you're yeah. you're an idiot, uh, which is often no, the case. No, Mike, you just you know you just stupid, slow. <laughs> a little slow, <laughs> no, whatever. Uh, all right, so if you want to weigh in on the question today, we get the poll rolling. 
up there on Twitter or X at MD underscore 1010XL. Also hit up at 1010XL Fat Tony at Meathead 55 and at 1010XL Denmark. Hold my pocket. And uh, you can get on board today on the All Pro Roofing phone lines at 641-1010. Same number for the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures or the YouTube chat. We occasionally peek in on that as well. So we got a lot to get into today. We'll talk uh, Jag football, NFL playoff football and the like uh, for the next two hours with you here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Mac in the Middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. We'll hit up the text line here in a minute. I, I get an intriguing little scenario. I, yeah. You know, sometimes the scenarios get so specific that it's like, come on. You know, we're, we're all these things. And this is pretty specific for yep. what the Jags might do this all season. They said, what are the chances they do this? Well, doing exactly that, I put it at point zero with eight zeros and a three. I mean, right, I just right, made up right. a number. A lot yeah. would have to happen. I, 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 right. I don't Aligned. think it falls exactly this way. But it's yep. an intriguing yep. kind of just overall look at what and, they and for the could record, do. Like you've always said, it's better than just, oh, trade up and get this guy with no – like how you're going to trade up. This, this, at this least person at least said, yeah, Here, here's a, time. Uh, a path to what we could do to, Potentially. to, you know, like we want Josh Allen back, but what if we did it this way? Right. And what we need an impact receiver. What if we did it this way? Could this happen? Yep. Um, it's, it's interesting. I'll say that. Um, we'll get into that. We'll get yeah. into that yeah, here yeah, in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 6 4 one 10, 10. We'll lead off on the phone lines as we often do here. On Jaguars today, and if you want to get in on uh, the divisional round of the playoffs, you're certainly welcome to. Any Jaguar-related topic is uh, typically fair game. Uh, yeah. mo- most Jaguar-related sure. topics are fair game here on the program. Uh, we'll start with Hampton in Ortega up first this morning. Good morning, Hampton. Morning, guys. Hey, Hampton. Um, this might be uh, kind of jumping ahead about the Albert Breer stuff, uh, but my biggest issue with Trent Balky isn't so much as what he picks with drafts or who he brings in as free agents. Um, my biggest issue with him is stability inside the franchise. In his last six years, he's had five coaches. You know, he had Harbaugh, Tom Sula, uh, Chip Kelly, Urban, and now he's got Doug Peterson. And I'm just worried every time there seems to be some issue between him and coaches. And I just want you guys' opinion on, uh, you know, what you think that is and what the issues are. Okay, I, you know, if we accept that he has issues, because, like, yeah. when Harbaugh leaves, Tom is an interim guy, right? right, right? So right. there's an – you understand you why you go way. one, two, three in rapid succession right. right there. Urban Meyer was a colossal failure who right. was hired by the owner. Right. Right? Yep. That and, right. And, and the Can't owner him kicked him out, so it's yep. not – Right. Bulky, it's not that Bulky didn't get along with Urban Myers. That Urban Myers a prick and never had any business coaching this franchise to begin with. Right. So I, I don't hold, I, I don't get, I, me personally, and others have brought this up. Yep. Um, what is his issue with coach? I don't know. I'm not there. I don't know what the dynamic is like between Peterson and Bulky. The, right. the Albert Breer thing. Let me just read you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the couple of paragraphs okay. out of because uh, John Shipley highlighted this in yeah. a piece. Yeah, and great. He said, yep. and this was Breer responding to a question from a reader. He said, it's funny you ask. There's at least some buzz the past few weeks of the season that the Jacksonville Jaguars front office, led by Balky, was looking hard at where the offense is under 
Press Taylor. And if you remember, Peterson's loyalty to his coaches is what, in the end, wound up leading to his firing with the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, there will be staff changes on offense, and now they're looking for a new defensive coordinator. But it's certainly worth paying attention to to where this is going next because the Jags have a lot invested in Trevor Lawrence, and if he doesn't break through in his fourth year, it's fair to think bigger picture questions are asked. First of all, for me personally, this the issue I have is the GM to me shouldn't have anything to do with the makeup of the coaching staff other than if he is the guy who hires the head coach, right? And that, like, I understand Doug Peterson. Like, if I'm the coach – and I want to be loyal to my coordinator. You're hiring me to coach the team and put the staff together. That's my responsibility. Right. If you're going to, you know, undercut me, be that ownership or front office and do that, I would probably react the same way as Doug Peterson. And I would kind of circle the fences on my guy, whether that's right or not. Yep. I know that's how I would react. I, I, this feels like Trent Balky is putting this out there. Like, who, who's put? I've not right. heard that, that the front office with – the Jags was taking a hard look at Press Taylor. What does that mean? Do you yeah. have the authority to change Doug Peterson's staff? I don't know. If I, you're Trent Balky, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you this: when Doug fired Caldwell, uh huh, I immediately thought, like, man, that, where'd that come from? Like, did someone up above say, "Hey, you got to do something. You got to make a move. This was a colossal letdown. You, we got to do something." I mean. He went from not going to do anything to firing the staff. Or, well, he went. I just he, felt he went like from, he was, right. you know, were they looking at him? Were they saying, "Hey, you know, this defense, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to get rid of Caldwell. You're gonna have to get rid of some of these coaches." Well, you, you said, you know, you go went from not looking at it. We don't know, you know. I, Fair I mean, enough. You know what Fair I mean? Enough. Like when he gets up there and he hasn't announced to his staff right, the changes right, he's going right, to make. Right, right. So it you can't, quick. It's tough to do yeah. right after the game. It did happen. Yeah. And look, if the owner goes and says, "You got to shake," that, what are you going to do to shake things up? Yep. Right and the and the head coach feels pressure to make changes to his staff. Maybe he would have made it anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know? and at the end of a season where even with everything that had gone wrong in the past month and a half, they couldn't have expected they were going to lose in Nashville. Yeah, right. And so you're yeah. still like in the aftermath of that having just happened. You know, don't know what we're going to do with the staff yet. Next day, yeah, somebody's out the door. Maybe yeah. it could have been more. You know, who knows? No, right. You know, I don't know how all the political ideations well, of all that, how that's that all that's where the GM that's yeah. where the GM and the head coach can be not on the same page when Absolutely. politics get involved. Sure. And and look, it also can and be there are politics. It could be that it that Doug Peterson's just telling you how he feels that he feels that the offense there were reasons the offense underperformed, that yeah. they shot themselves in the foot. He said as much, right? right. It's, it goes, you know, when you're you are putting yourselves in bad situations and you've got a few injuries and you've got these circumstances, almost doesn't matter what play you call. You could read that as he is covering for his guy, Press Taylor. Or you could read that as that's how Doug Peterson feels and that's why Press Taylor still has a job here. Right, mm -hmm. right. right. And you don't really – I mean, I, I tr try to choose to take Doug Peterson at his word. I have no reason oh, yeah. to believe He's a Super otherwise. He's coach. He, he gets the benefit of the doubt, at least – at least at this point. I have, I, I'm not I aware of any falsehood yeah. that well, he's told us here in Jacksonville about anything. Yeah, and the most solid thing in all of that is Press Taylor's still the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It, it, you can try to parse out the reasons why that may be and why you may not want it to be, but in the end, Press Taylor is still the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And I know people team. have said, look, um, you know, firing Press is like firing himself. You know, it's a – well – eventually you get to a point where you're like, that guy's got to go. Or yep. you say, hey, you know what? I'm going down with the ship, and 
that's Doug Peterson's prerogative to yeah. do it how he – at least I hope it's his prerogative. It's what he did in Philadelphia. So if he it did. worked out the yeah. same way here in Jacksonville, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it's working out. And I can understand, I, me included, looking at it saying he's not firing press yeah. because he feels like he's attached to the guy. I get that that is what it feels like. I think that is what part of what's going on yeah. uh, here in Jacksonville. I, well, we're all hoping it works out. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're friends, and it's tough to fire your friend. You get that, but... And, you know, look, all I keep hearing is Doug feels he can fix the offense. And so let him fix the offense fix and yeah. let him bring the defense in. I mean, look, I was I don't I didn't think anybody should have been fired, to be honest with you. I wasn't looking for anyone to be fired at all. Um, but it is what it is. And we have to move on. Hopefully he gets the right D.C. in here. Um, you know, it doesn't totally add up for me, but whatever. You know, I mean, there's other position coaches that could be looked at. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the offensive line. They've gone they last year. We were touting how great they were, and they were. Remember, they had 4.6 yards of carry, I think. Yeah. 28 in sacks, uh, top five in the league, or bottom five, however you look at that. Yeah, Rauscher was the assistant the coach guy. of the like, year Like, he was yeah. the, the, the guy of the year. And then this year, okay, we had some injuries, but overall, your team gained a yard per carry, right, or less. They were 3.6 yards per carry, and they were 41 in sacks. So, I don't, again, I don't want to fire it. I'm just saying, like, if there's – there's a candidate to be fired if they underperformed. Absolutely. If, if Caldwell's under that same guise of how we're firing people. I, just, I don't know. What I don't like seems is, is Whatever. This, this idea that this suggests that the front office is micromanaging the staff. Beyond, like, I don't even know if Trent Baalke has the power to fire Doug Peterson. I don't think he does. Because Sean Khan set it up that both Peterson and Baalke – Report directly to the owner. Yes. So why would Trent Baalke have the power to just unilaterally fire? I, I, he'd I have don't to think get, he does. I don't either. either. I think he'd have to get Shad's support for that. And he'd go, hey, this is a move I think we should make. I got to get you on board. Yeah. I don't think he can just show up and decide this is what he, I'm going to do. And I, I don't know this, but I'm just ask, do, do you think Tony Khan's involved anywhere in the uh, the it? executive team? You I, know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, he know. runs a great wrestling thing. I mean, that, that yeah. thing's gone through the I don't know does does his He's dad eventually gonna be the him? owner was yeah, he an know. analytics guy for yes. us for yeah. a long time yes. I don't know yeah you know, he was helping he specifically it felt like with undrafted free agents and they had a lot of success with that yeah. right like oh, they yeah. got Hearns and they got yeah. Robinson like yep. they were pretty good in that specific area and it, no it, Tony it did feel like was working yeah. hands-on with that kind of thing I don't know Beyond that, what he's been doing, I don't, yeah. I do not know. Yeah. Well, look. At the end of the day, I mean, it is, it is what it is. They've done what they've done. Now let's just rebuild, and you know, get get back to being, you know, a, a very competitive team. Listen, I, I've said it all. We've said it all year long. I've said all, they're talented enough to be a contender, but not when they're making mistakes left and right. They're not. They're not. And most teams can't get by with that, you know, where you're shooting yourself in the foot, you're making bad penalties, you're making bad plays, you're not getting the job done, you're not executing that the play's being called. You forget, you know, we got receivers wide open in the deep secondary. We got tight ends flying all over the place, going wherever the hell they – you know what I mean? Like, you can't win like that regardless, but you're not talented enough to do all of that and still be in the playoffs. Agreed. You know, so I, I've never – look, to me – I don't know. I know it's an old school thing, but I think it's all attitude, to be honest with you. Yeah, they do have to upgrade. Their, we know the positions they got to upgrade. You got to upgrade center. You got to upgrade the interior three on defense and on offense. 
Um, but they've got enough talent, in my opinion, to be a real contender. I think it comes down to, to attitude and preparation and, and maybe a little bit of humble pie. And hopefully that next year when they go into camp, they're not talking about all the records they're going to break. And we're right. not either. All right. We will yeah. uh, come back, and I want to get into this uh, little fun kind of thought game scenario Ooh, and what the Jags games could do. Friday. Ah, like sure, it. why not? No, it's great. Wanna... Fridays are for games. Is it? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Tricks right. are for kids, and Fridays are for games. Fantastic. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I voted yes. You Rabbit did. could eat tricks. Yes. Uh, that was a big campaign oh, really? when I was a kid. It was yeah. like a whole, uh, like a little political campaign. It's yeah. probably like in 76 or something. I'm sure it was during like a presidential <laughs> election year. Oh. And, you know, because like the whole thing was the tricks rabbit wasn't supposed to eat the tricks. Yep. I don't know why. I never knew that. Yes. And, and they said, should the rabbit eat tricks? Yes or no. And you could vote. And I Silly sent away and I got a bumper sticker. Kids. See? Oh, that's what there you, yeah. right. You're there not you go. To eat the it, rabbit's right. not supposed to eat the yeah. tricks. Does the le- leprechaun get to eat the lucky charms? Uh, I think that was a great, that was a great shit. I, think I haven't had sweetened cereal like that in decades. Neither have I. It, well, I probably time I go down the aisle, is not true. Just, <laughs> I'm ready to grab like five of them. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't like the ones with the marshmallows. Coca Pebbles. I still rock a bowl of Coca Pebbles every once in a while, man. So good. You know, uh, Awaken 180. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you all about That's them. That's not Coming on the up. list. Well, and, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't since yeah. uh, September. Nice. Uh, let's put it that way. Very and good. and that's even with my son coming home from college, yeah. getting Cocoa Pebbles, eating half of them, and leaving the rest at home. Yeah. And they're just sitting there taunting me. You know, we had a nutritionist. Um, they do, too. But back then, and she got up and she told us one time, the best thing you can eat late at night is cereal. And really? Even if it's sweetened. I don't know why, but she said maybe it had to do with what we were doing. You know, with our bodies the next day, you're going to burn it off anyway. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I got to find that's the best snack you can Digest more easily than all that other stuff you eat at night. Yeah, I maybe. Don't know. Better than protein bass. Yeah. Protein bass. bass. All right, let's uh, take a break here if you want to get in. And uh, the way to do it is 641 I almost gave you the Sirius XM number. So don't call 888 XM Fantasy. Huh. All right. I, I do it from time to time. This is like right on the tip of my tongue. 641 on the All Pro Roofing phone lines. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Dylan Denmark here with you. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Uh, for the record, as some have pointed out, thank you very much. Uh, always appreciate the feedback. It's like yeah. having a you know thousands of producers. Yeah, out there eye in the sky at baby. a moment's notice. Yeah. Uh, Tony Khan is official title is Chief Football Strategy Officer. Interesting. What does that mean? <laughs> well, he strategizes something. But right, but the, could be anything. Is that on-field strategy? I don't, I don't know. think so. Well, he was an analytics guy, so maybe a little bit. I don't know. Somewhat, right? Yeah, I think it's a catch-all that he kind of yeah. does whatever the like hell he wants. Whoever director. gave him the title <laughs> knows what they mean by the title, but right. I don't. Yeah, right. Or or did Shad go, hey, what do you want to call yourself? But officer is, that's C-level, so he's up there with the execs, I think. Uh, well, he's under listed under the executive branch. Yeah, yeah. Of, so he's uh, an executive of the organization. But so is Lisa Abbott, who is yeah. – we love Lisa. who has been of around course, forever. Yeah. Uh, executive assistant to the owner and president. Yeah. Uh, that's executive level as well. well Lisa Abbott's not making any no, football decisions. She, I meant more like COO, CFO. I, I understand. Of, mm-hmm. that um, level. So he's up in that area. But whatever, you know. He's the owner's son. He's got yeah. clout. You Look, know? he knows what he's doing with the wrestling. So, I got, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he knows well, how to build so, Somebody team. put uh, – what do they say here? Uh, Tony Khan 
Um, yes, he runs AEW. Know that president yeah. of football operations, Fulham, EVP, blah blah blah. Uh, oh, okay. Jackson Fulham both underperforming. Yeah. All he does is tweet about his muscle boys play fighting. Okay. Oh jeez. Um, he does a good job marketing that. But whatever. I was just curious where his role was, and you know, look if uh, you know you have your GM, you have your owner. I mean, how many teams have a buffer in between? You know what I mean? A VP of operations. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. handles, uh, you know, maybe the contracts, you know, like Michael Hugh used to do. Like Coughlin was a GM, but Michael Hugh handled all the negotiations and the contracts and all of that. Right. So is there a guy like that or do you need a guy like that? I don't know. I don't know. Do most teams have a guy like that or a girl like that, person like that? I, I, don't, I don't know. You'd think – You'd think you'd want one, unless you're a football guy, like you just know football. Right. You know, I'm sure Jerry Jones doesn't feel like he needs one. He's like, I'm the football guy. I well, I mean, exactly I think Trent Balky's the one who's doing the contracts with these yep. guys. You know, that's that's my sense of, yep. of it. Um, yep. You know, like John Idzik, when he was here, yep. was kind of their salary cap guru, so right. to speak. But I don't think he had final say. Like, he would tell you – we can do this. We can spend. Here's our parameters. But I don't think he had the authority to go. This is what we're offering. Right. So and so. Yeah. You know, th- it was his job to kind of manage and look ahead for any pitfalls. And hey, this dead yeah. cap's going to catch up with us in a couple of years. We got to do right. this. We got to do this. Yeah. I, I didn't mean it as like a negative. It just no, the I'm GM focuses on the talent and the kind of person you want to bring into the organization. You know what I mean? And I understand. I understand that other stuff. But I understand. Whatever. Maybe you don't. You you, you don't need that. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't. Let All right, let, let's don't. move off of this yeah. for a second and uh, get to the I, – I thought it was kind of fun. You know, people get very specific about scenarios. Should we do X, Y, Z, and then these six other things, and this will solve it. What is the likelihood that the Jags will do that? Well, it's very low that mm-hmm. the Jags are going to do this convoluted yep. thing that you laid out exactly the way you laid it out. So if you're asking, it's probably a low chance. But here is the – it started with, what's the chance that the Jags franchise tag Josh Allen? I'm like, oh, pretty high. Actually, okay. Good. Uh, you know, yep. and the sentence continues, mm-hmm. get a trade suitor. Okay. Oh, okay. So, you know, c- keep in mind, if you franchise tag him and somebody wants to sign him before yep. he signs the tag to a long-term deal, it's two first-round picks. It's not unprecedented. It just rarely ever happens right. in the National Football League. Right. But you can trade. You can agree to trade a guy for less than that compensation. So in this scenario. Okay. They franchise tag Allen. They find a trade suitor and get a first-round pick and another pick for him. Let's say a third or a fourth, right? First and a mid-round. Okay, okay. That'd be a pretty good in, – in terms of the franchise tag, that's a pretty solid return on what you're likely okay. to get. Okay. Yep. Now, the Jags would have to agree to that, so they're not taking the 32nd pick in the draft necessarily and right. a sixth-round pick, so you know, they can't force it on. Let's say they do get a, a first and a third out of it. Okay? So – yeah, I was just gonna, so the team that grabs them, they give up their first. So you yes, but you so you do need a team with higher than seventeen, I would imagine, well, to get up to the top. Well, that's no you or get you're up. jumping ahead. Here. I'm sorry, Mike, to, 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 sorry, do, to do I'm the sorry. trade. Right. you can agree to anything. You agree for a seventh round pick. Okay, it's but the logic sec- tells you right. You're not, not gonna, gonna do that. you're not gonna yeah. do it for low compensation, right? So yeah, yeah, what, yeah. whatever the okay. – I don't know what the first – it just a first and another pick, okay? okay? Got it. So then they they trade Allen for that. Then they package those picks yep. along with the 17th pick to get up for Marvin Harrison Jr. And then what are we going to do at pass rush? We signed Daniil Hunter. 
right? Who okay. Balky has shown some interest. Oh in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a, it's a fun scenario, but the problem with that is you Couple. sit there. there yeah. There's several problems, yeah. right? First right. of all, who's giving you the first and the whatever, and then right. giving Allen that kind of money? Right. And if it's a high enough pick. Why wouldn't they just draft a pass rusher and sign him to a rookie contract? And granted, I guess the reason would be Allen's a proven NFL-level pass oh, rusher. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a team picking in the top 10, you're probably not Josh Allen away from being a contender. Right. And so if you could get the first or second best pass rusher in the draft and pay him over the course of four years about what Josh Allen's going to make in one season, yep. that's pretty attractive. So you're probably not getting that high of a pick. Right. right, so let's say you get the twentieth pick. I, I'm not tying it to a specific team. Okay, you get the twentieth pick and a mid third rounder for Josh Allen. Yep, seventeen and twenty, and throwing that third is getting you where in the draft? I don't know. Ten? Yeah, maybe? I was going to say yeah, maybe. yeah, right. It's not it's not getting right. you to the top five. Right, and that's where Marvin Harrison Jr. is likely to go. Yeah, no doubt. Very very good odds to be the first non quarterback selected in right. the draft this year. How old is Josh going to be next year? Josh, I think 27. 27? Okay. Or he might be 27 right now. Okay. Um, Daniel Hunter would be more like 30. Okay. Uh, yeah, I no, believe. He's in his prime. Plenty of time. Yeah, but he turned 29 three months ago. Daniel Hunter did? Hunter yeah. did, okay. Okay, so he'll turn 30 during the season mm-hmm. coming up. Um, all right, why is it? Well, you got to figure out Ridley in that scenario too, right? You got to figure out Ridley. And then you got to risk well, that you can get Marvin right now. Twenty six, yeah. Josh is, yeah. That's probably twenty seven next yeah. season, yeah. Right. So you're giving up a and a, look. Yeah. The problem with that is like it's so specific. Could you attempt? First of all, why are you not signing Josh to a long term deal? You yeah. know, that's the first question you ask, right? Like, yep. are do you? Well, I mean, a lot of the Jag reporters now. Are st- I'm getting the sense, you know, talking to Osher, talking to Duraco, okay. that they think the most likely scenario is the franchise tags apply to Josh Allen. Really? Well, if that's the most likely scenario, what what's the reason behind that? Or do you? Yeah. Are you trying to get him to prove it for another year because he's had the one massive year in a contract year? And I'm not saying how anybody should feel no, about no, this. Right. I'm saying how they might feel about right. this. Right. So that'd be my first question. Why? And okay. But then, who are you, are you paying Ridley or just letting him walk? Well, regardless, you know what I mean, because you can't have two tags. No, right. right. You would well. You in that scenario, you're either trying to negotiate something that works to extend him, or he's going to walk. You don't yeah. have a choice. Right. It's not a matter of letting him walk. You only have, like you said, you I have one it. tag. Right. So Josh Allen's got to be the top priority, right? You got you've got until March fourth. To work out a long-term deal with Josh Allen, or you're going to have to use a franchise tag on. Yeah, that's the deadline, and free agency doesn't start. Right. So let's say you went down this road and you decided we're not going to give Josh Allen a long-term deal. We'll yeah. franchise tag him. Okay, the specificity of this particular scenario, though, a okay, we're going to get these picks and we're going to trade up and get Marvin Harrison Jr. Well, how do you know the team that's in position to take him wouldn't? value Marvin Harrison Jr. more than those that's picks. That's a risk. A big will, risk. It's a huge risk. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't assume any. You, you can, can guarantee it. That'd now, be different, but you can't. You could say, what if we try to trade Josh Allen for everything we could get and focus our efforts on trying to sign Daniel Hunter or another pass rusher to replace him? And then my question would be, what do you think Daniel Hunter's going to play for? Yeah. Like, Daniel Hunter. Yeah, he's going to want money, too. Daniel hey. Hunter may be a few years older. Yeah. Daniel Hunter's been way more consistent than Josh Allen yeah. in terms of double-digit sack seasons. 
Yeah. You know, so he's four years older though. So that three. Makes that three. Well, I guess three-ish. Three three yeah, whatever. three. He'll yeah, turn. Yeah. They'll. He'll. Josh will turn twenty-seven. He'll, he'll turn, turn 30. thirty. So, it's so three. You're right. It's but thirty-year-old pass rushers still get paid a lot no of money. No T.J. Doubt. Watt's thirty. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's swimming in it. That cash. Yeah, no doubt. You know. My guess is he would get you know three years time. something in that mid sixties. My guess is At where Hunter least. would wind up. Yeah, I would yeah. think. Yeah, I could see three years, seventy-five million bucks for Daniel yeah. Hunter. I, yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, I could see that for Josh Allen as well. By the way, yeah, when you factor in the age, and so the but the idea of if we tag Allen, right, and like the thing about the way this could play out. Let's say you tag Allen and you're you're so far apart on what he thinks of compensation. He's like, I'm just going to sit around and wait and I'm not going to show up for anything and I'll yep. sign the tag when I'm going to sign the tag. Well, free agency is going to come. Yeah. And then maybe you do say, "All right, we're not going to sit here and w- let's see what happens here and right. let's go out there and what's the worst-case scenario? Josh Allen signs the tag and you sign Daniel Hunter? Is that yeah. a terrible scenario?" I mean, yeah. you got to manage your salary cap, obviously. No, I and know. All this. I know. I, you know, it's a, it's not amazing. It's just funny how, you know, when Ridley took the field in camp, and you look and look on paper right now, if they're all healthy, we got, we got a heck of a receiving core. I mean, Zay Jones is is a great receiver when he's healthy. Yeah, Christian point. Kirk utilizing the slot is fantastic. Ing, Evan Ingram is. Is elite. You know what I mean? I mean, and here's the thing about Ridley, and I said this last night on my happy hour show. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't give him this benefit of doubt. I mean, I'm not trying to give him a, a trap door here, but you know, look, being out of football for a year and a half, you know, let's see what he does another year. So I, I personally, I'd pay Josh. I just think he's, I don't know. I I know it's a contract year, but I I, I just I I said it during the year. I always felt I always feel, and I don't know Josh personally. Um, but I feel like he plays – everybody wants to get paid, but I, I feel like he wants to prove, you know, that he is that top pick. You know, I've, mm-hmm. I, I think it's in him. Like, I don't think it's all about I want to get paid and that's it. I think it's I want to – and even if he gets paid, he's going to want to prove that. So, I don't know. I'd keep him and Trayvon together. I would tag Ridley. I, I Again, I think we have enough sk- – <laughs> we got skill positions. We do. We do. We need better offensive linemen. We need better guys up front um, on that interior. So yeah. I would rather sign Josh Allen a long-term deal as well. What if he just wants way more than you're willing to pay? Like, you've got to have a number, right? Of course. It's, it's got to fit. What, what if he wants $28 million a year? I mean, Nick Bosa's making yeah. over thirty. I think it's the, the time frame that we're talking about here is what complicates it with Josh Allen. Yeah. It's that you'd have to have that all in order, ready to go in right. basically five weeks. Right, like you, you have what, to have the, that the long term deal. Yeah, like, well, I would hope. You they, what else the hell are they doing? Right, but you have to have that knocked down. That's not easy. That's yeah. a complicated thing to do, and you don't know that you're going to have that worked out over that right. time frame. So you have to hold the tag for Josh Allen in case we have yeah. to use it. Well, of course, because during, if we're going to use it, season, it's going to be on him. That agent's calling, being like, "See what he did. See what he's doing." You would every hope. week. That's what they do. All right, and and so let's say they've done none of that. Okay. Today's Friday. Uh, let's spend the weekend and go iron out and find out yeah. where you are and where we are, and so we know okay. if we're let's compare within the Josh Allen to the, the other greats. Is well, he Nick? Uh, hold, hold okay. that. Hold that okay. thought because we got a break here. Okay. We'll come back. I'm not saying he's Nick Bosa. I'm just saying. No, I, no I'm not saying it, you are either. I'm just curious like, where he falls in the terms of the top pass rushers in the game today. Well, you know how it is with quarterbacks, right? Next one up, 
It's it's yep. similar to I think it's going to be similar to pass rusher. It's not necessarily the next guy up is going to get the biggest deal. Right. But if I'm Josh Allen, I'm going. Wait a minute, seventeen and a half sacks. I don't know if I'm playing for eighteen, twenty million dollars a year. You know, if the top guy is getting over thirty, okay. am I that much less than that guy? Well, we'll, we'll go okay, through and, and we'll compare yeah. when we come back here in a minute. Uh, by the way, Brian Burns out there at like twenty six years old as well. So yeah. it could be a little bit of a market uh, with defensive ends if he doesn't get yeah. tagged. This offseason. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll take a time out if you want to get in, be part of the conversation. 641 1010, the easiest way to do it. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right. Taking a look at the relative value of Josh Allen here in yeah. Jacksonville compared to some of the other top. Edge rushers, not only, you know, defensive ends, outside linebackers, sure. right? Yep. Yep. Uh, let me bring up the sack leaders. Uh, just so, and, and we understand that's not the only yeah, yeah, yeah. stat. But you know who the top guys are when you name them. Uh, individual sack leaders. Come on, come on. Why, why is this so difficult sometimes? Why don't you go by contract? Uh, we're going to, but okay. I want to have their numbers so I, I can you. say I this guy you. did this yep. and yep. that guy did that. Uh, let me go to pro football reference and uh, – and dig that up. Anyway, um, you're saying let's let's kind of compare. Yeah, just where he – like if you said Josh Allen is not as good as this guy, but – I mean, because that's what players and agents do, right? They sit there and be like, okay, who's the highest paid? It's this guy. Absolutely. Who's the you know middle of the road, and where do I fit? Am I as good as him? Am I better than him? Well, let's, let's put the stats out. Let's just talk. You know what I mean? And then you find that – hopefully you find that common ground. The problem is if – Player and agent have a higher value than the team. You know what I mean? That's where the the rubber meets the road. You know, the team might be like, nah, we see him more at this number. And the player and agent is like, well, no, that's wrong. I'm better than that guy, and I should be higher than that guy. So that's, you know, can they get it done in the the time frame, I guess, is the question. All right, let's let's start here. Um, Nick Bosa, Josh Allen, who should make more money? Nick's a top player. He's one of the I would players. I would agree. Nick Bosa makes thirty four million yeah. on average. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay. Too I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying that's yeah. the high no, watermark. Yeah. That's the high. And that's, that's the, high the contract he signed right at the beginning of this season, like right. through training camp. He's basically, phenomenal. he signed that contract I mean, this year. All right. So uh, T.J. Watt or Josh Allen. T.J. Okay, he's making twenty eight million a year. Okay. I don't think so, far off, man, but I still a take T.J. Drop between What's Bosa that? and yeah. Watt. Yeah, right. 34 to 28. Yeah, yeah. Bo- Bosa got Bo- – Bosa's agent should be congratulated, yeah. right? Um, what about the other Bosa, Joey Bosa or Josh Allen? He's just hurt all the time. All the time, yeah. right? He's making – twenty. he got, on average, $27 million a year. Yeah. Is Josh Allen as good as Joey Bosa? I think he is. Went healthy? Yeah. I think they're comparable. Yep. Yeah. No? You disagree? A, a healthy Joey Bosa, I'd probably give the – Edge to is more of an all over, and Josh is good against the run. They play a little different. He's more of a D end, you know what I mean. But he yeah, and, and I'm I'm jumping back and forth. No, but, I know. By the way, between the outside linebacker and defensive end yeah. lists, it's good one on one. They're all the you know the the main yeah. pass rush guys. Miles Garrett, better player yeah. all yeah. around. When did he sign his deal? I'm not sure. He's but he's on a five year, hundred twenty five million dollar right. deal, right? I he's making twenty five million right. on Couple average. Years, he signed that in twenty twenty. 
Oh, he did? Yeah, this is like the last year of his deal. Oh, so that's, that's why he's at right, 25. If, his next one, be, he he'll, get, near Bose. he'll get over 30. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Now we start getting to guys. We're like, all right, you can make an argument, even Joey Bosa, that they're all better than Josh Allen. So he shouldn't make more than $25 million a year. Well, what about Montez Sweat? Yep. No, Josh Allen or Montez Sweat? Josh. Okay. Montez Sweat's making 24 and a half on average. Yep. Okay. So he's right there so in Miles Garrett territory. Right. right. Okay. Um, what about but Miles signed his 2020? So regardless, I'm just saying, I'm just that, saying, saying for where Josh that. Allen's comparing to, right. here are the top paid players that do what I do. Right. Okay. His agent and Rashawn Gary. We've gone over this one a bunch. Yep. yep. $24 million a yep. year. Josh is better than him. He's never had yep. more than nine sacks in a season. Yep. He just had nine this year, second yep. time, but that's he's never had ten. Yep. And uh, Allen just basically doubled his output this year. Okay, He's right. making $24 million a year. So if I'm Josh Allen, I'm like, yep. well, wait a minute. Montez Sweat and Rashawn Gary, the most recent ones yep. here, happened during the year. They're both making 24 or 24 and a half. Yep. Uh, at this stage, Khalil Mack or Josh Allen? Josh might be comparable, That's but Josh, but Josh is Khalil a lot had a younger. Great year this year, he did. I mean, he well, did he had great... he had a six sack game too. Yeah. Oh, that's right, that's right? Right, and that kind of skewed the numbers yeah, yeah, a little sure. bit. Um, he's yeah. also thirty two, almost yeah. thirty three yeah, years yeah, yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. Given not so by age, but they're comparable. Would Would you not pay Josh Allen more than Khalil Mack right What's now? Like at? if you're going to sign him right now, yeah. who would you give more money to? I'd give it to Josh Allen. Yeah, I would too. Seven years difference, yeah. or nearly seven years. Bradley Chubb. Of the Dolphins. No, I'd take Josh. I would t- probably like chub at like though. 11. He had a good year. Yeah, he's good he's making $22 million bucks. Yeah. Right? So the point is, the franchise tag is supposed to be around $22 million, okay. Something like that. Yep. In that ballpark. I may be off a million either way. Yep. I'm just going on estimates. If you're the Jags and you're like, that seems like a fair number. Yep. He's only had, you know, he had a breakout season, but it's only... You know, the last three before that, he didn't hit 10 sacks. So, yeah. is he this guy? Is he that guy? Is he a combination? Let's let's wait and see. If I'm Josh Allen, I'm like, well, wait a minute now. Montez Sweat and Rashawn Gary, come on. Right. Yeah. Like, they're making 24, right, 25 million bucks. Yeah, yeah. I should be getting 27, 28. I think so. I think the timing of the deal is going to affect a lot of this. Nick Bosa getting 34 a year, signing it before this season yep. started, and the next guy getting 28, I think that is massive. Yeah, yeah, six Right, mil. and it's Jeez. about the timing of when Bosa was coming up for the deal. They anticipated all this money that's going to be coming yep. in. Yep. He's going to be worth this. We're setting the market with Nick Bosa. I, I think the gap of $6 million there yep. goes away this yeah. year. I think Josh Allen likely winds up somewhere in that gap and that then the Steelers have to figure out what are we going to do with an extension with TJ Watt and the Browns have to figure out what are we going to do with an extension with Miles Garrett. I think that's how these contracts generally yeah. work out. I think yes, that if you look at them compared to where the numbers are now, but Josh Allen is way better than Rashawn Gary. Yeah. Right? Like he has way more value than 24. Yeah. I'm not saying you put him at 34. But I think he's somewhere between like, like that 27, 28, and 34 is where Josh Allen is ultimately going to land. But if you're, if you're the Jags, do you go, is he better than T.J. Watt? I would argue I that would, I would T.J. Say, Watt's been better. Right. If I'm coming back as Josh okay. Allen's representation, I would say he's worth what he's worth right now. I understand what, yeah. what that okay. side will say. But if you're the Jags front office, are you saying, I'm going to pay him more than T.J. Watt? I don't know if you are. Right. You know, and that's, I would. 
Okay. I don't know if they will. I would because okay. T.J. Watt's going to get that extension next year anyway. I, I don't so, think there's any chance the Jags are giving how, Josh how Allen much of a, a year. concern is it uh, that Josh doesn't continue to play like he did this year, and he goes back more towards what he was being before. good but not great, being good but not not great. Like now, I'm not expect you can't expect 17th. I mean, you no. know, but is he going to be? Do that you expect disruptive? that out of Watt when he's healthy? I do. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, you can expect yeah, that guess. if you're paying him 28 million bucks, you yeah. better damn well expect I think for, that. Like, look, I know the sacks; they're great, but for me this year, Josh Allen seemed to be in the backfield all year long. I, I don't year. recall mm-hmm. a game where he disappeared. He did years before. He'd have great games, and then he you wouldn't hear his name the next game or whatever. Uh, but that wasn't this year. So because the reason I ask that because that question is being asked yeah. in the front office. You know, hey, if we're going to pay Josh Allen thirty million, let's just say that. Are we concerned at all that you know he's going to? I know, think that's uh, you have to ask that as yeah. a front office. I don't you, think I am. I think his I'm motor. Not I think his motor's yeah. genuine. But I, I if you don't ask the question, and, and that that's how you negotiate these things. No They'd doubt. be irresponsible not to have those questions in their right. head yeah. when they're doing it. Ultimately, I land on. Josh Allen showed us who he is this year. That's what I think happened. I think yeah. he showed us who he I is this year, and he's he, worth it. Yeah. Now, here's another thing. I don't want to say burn, but the guys, remember last year who they redid? Well, it was based on how they finished last year. We expected them to be yeah. that this year. They weren't that this year, not even close, right? So does that make them you know, feel like a little cautious in Josh Allen? You know what I mean? Just for the that mere fact. I don't know. Part of this conversation, I, people have hit us up when we ask about Josh Allen and what he should get and this, yeah. with the reply, anything he wants, whatever he wants, doesn't matter. Well, okay, what if he wants to be the highest paid player in his position? Right. So, oh, right. Well, uh, that's crazy. Well, then right. you're not going to give him anything he wants no, no, no. necessarily, right. right? Like, so what – got to have a line. Yeah. What is your line? Right. And if I'm – the team, and I'm playing devil's advocate no, right, here, right, okay? Right. Here's yeah. T.J. Watt since 2018. 13 sacks, 14 and a half sacks, 15 sacks, 22 and a half sacks. Then he had an injury plague year where he went down to five and a half, only played 10 games, bounced back with 19 this year. Three of the last four years, he has led the league yeah. in sacks. Yeah. He's making 28. He's underpaid. He, he may be, and <laughs> he maybe underpaid. that's the answer. He and may be underpaid. because he signed He's the underpaid. deal in 2021. Yeah. Right. right, and so that's, that's what Miles Garrett's thing. getting twenty five a year because he signed, signed his deal in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so it's not you have that to these factor guys. That in, I think. Right, like, it's not that these today? guys wouldn't be getting thirty five. Right. right, if they were doing their deal this year, I think they would. So I think Josh Allen get say you make him thirty. Right. I think next year we'd be looking at saying, oh, he's the fifth highest paid yeah. edge guy. Like, so. I don't think he stays there. Well, look, if you're T.J. Watt, aren't you saying, hey, I want Boza money? Absolutely. Oh, if you're Miles Garrett, aren't you saying I want close to Bozeman? He's a free agent. You know after what I mean? The 2025 I mean, I season. Would. They got to figure that out sooner yeah. rather than later. But he's again. also injured, right? Got hurt. He is right yeah, and true. missed seven games last year due to injury. Yeah. And he is this year was over, a freak. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Well, I'm just saying. He, know, and he's he's going to be 30 in October yeah. as well. And uh, again, T.J. Watt's still great. He's led the league three of the last four yeah. years so, in sacks. So Josh Allen, his representation. They have every right. I mean, I don't mean every right, but they're probably coming in at 30. At least 28, I would right, say. Yeah. Like, like, like if, I would. If, if, I'd if be like, Sweat hey, and Gary just laid it out. got Here 24 it right. to 25, right. yep. I'm better than those guys. Yep. The market is moving. If yep. T.J. Watt was on the open market right now, he'd be worth 38. Right. or what? Right. That, they can say that. because Look, 
Daniel Jones makes 40 as a quarterback yeah, right. right off right. of one decent year. Right. And right, we're like, right, well, right. that's the going rate. Well, this is becoming this is the going the rate. going rate. Or a, an right. elite pass right. rusher. I asked you this off air, but what do you, what do you think? Do, is there any thought process of them thinking that Trayvon can take over the the lead <sighs> role of Josh Allen? Now, we still need another is guy. There, I can't speak for what their thought process is, I mean, but I would hope that is, God that is uh Balky's pick. Is he the guy? Like, hey, guys, you know what? I love Josh. He's great, but... Trayvon's going to be that better be than him, and lunacy. we need to put him in the. That would be lunacy seat. to me. You know, somebody yesterday. I agree. I'm just you know, Dave Waddell, your your former co-host, yeah, yeah. right? At, we at the cut. We played it yesterday. Um, he, he, I think it was on uh, Into the Night with Rick Blue, and okay. he he basically cool. said that. Um, you know, first of all, he said Josh Allen had 16 sacks. No, he had 17 and a half, but he said a third of those were when he was completely unblocked. Uh, we looked yesterday. There were a couple of occasions where, you know, he probably was on block. He chased two out of bounds, but still, and right. sacks. There's, and, right. I mean, and, he's and, and I bet if we broke down all of TJ Watt's sacks, he'd probably benefit from a but few yeah. like that as well, yes, right? Of course. So I think just eyeball test, Trayvon Walker had a lot more of that, you know, not coasting, but benefiting from Josh Allen's pressure than vice versa. Right, definitely like, help each like other. later in the play, here's Trayvon to to finish it off, and you know had some pressure forced. And it not look, he had ten sacks, great, that's fantastic, yeah. Yeah. right? A good step in the right direction. Yeah, but I hope they would not that, say just that that's the, that. the centerpiece. I, I'll say this about rush. Josh: we said it all. Uh, I mean, some of his rushes were things of beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect dip right around the corner, knocking the ball out of the QB's hands. I mean, it, we just sitting there like, wow, that. You can tell he wor- he's worked on his craft. He's worked on his rush. And here's the other thing, too, Tom, and we know this, right? It's it's not – I don't care what he makes because and, invariably we'll get, what do you care about another man's money? I don't – I care about oh, right. do they have enough resources to put a championship caliber team on the field? And if yeah. you're ty- – if you give $30 million to this guy, yeah. that may be $10 million less you have to give somewhere right. else or whatever the case. Listen, yeah. we're having the same conversations that they're having downtown. At yeah. this stadium. You would think. Similar, anyway. The the one benefit, or one of the benefits to the long-term deal is you can structure it that his cap hit in the first years is way right. less than that right. franchise right. tags, right? So you can you can have, take a $10 million or a $15 million cap hit, which is still significant, yep. but it's not 22 or 23, right. Right. and actually save money and have him for the long haul. That's what I hope yeah. happens. I'm getting the sense from uh, the folks that are down there frequently that uh, franchise tag is the route that's going to go, and yeah. you could see like if they even if they're like twenty five, that's our that's what yeah. that's what we're willing to pay. Yeah. That's a bunch of money, and he maybe he wants like you said, maybe he wants both some money. In those guys' scenario, what happens to Ridley? Is he just if he doesn't, they can't it, figure it out. They well, let him I mean, walk. He's out. Yeah, I mean you you don't have any control you over risk it, so letting him walk risk, at least right. Yeah, and you can't let it's Josh crazy, Allen walk. Yeah. No, I you agree can't. With that. So no, you can't. If He's you if, if they tag him, yeah. then you have to. Look, I would it. hope by by the time late February rolls around, we're still, you know, a full month away. February twentieth is when you can start applying the franchise tag. Today's okay. January nineteenth. Right, right. You got right a full a month. month. Yep. Talk to Ridley's representation. What kind of money are you looking for? What would it take to to right. preempt you going to free agency and signing an extension with us? Yep. Or or barring that, because that may then trigger the second round pick. Yep. When you get the free agency. We'll let you look and come back, and if the money's comparable. But, like, Ridley's never had the big payday. Right. 
This is rookie deal he just finished. Yeah. Oh, he played on right. his fifth year option this year. Right. So, you know, I mean, it's it's in real world, it's good money. In yep. NFL world, he has not hit the no, jackpot. Right. right. I wouldn't pay him the jackpot yet. But so, I, so uh, is there a team that might? Yeah, right? yeah maybe. If, if, let's or say T. Higgins to goes take. back to Cincy, oh. and Mike Evans goes back to Tampa. Right. Ridley is about as attractive as any free agent wide receiver out there. Yeah. So, all it takes is one team to go. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. willing to pay him. It's whatever. It's crazy to me. He went from a year to like this guy's everything to like. Yeah, we. Maybe leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, after giving all that capital, and that's the thing. I mean, it's it's what it's, have you done for it's me? It's going to be fascinating yeah. to yep. see how it plays out. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back uh, more on the uh, Jags and taking a look ahead to the divisional round. We'll give you our predictions before we're done today as well on this weekend's quartet of games. This is Jaguars today on ten ten XL ninety two point five FM. He's number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Look, none of us here are capologists, right? But Mm -hmm. you can just see what the market bears for players. And and we have our feeling, like all of you out there in the audience, if you follow the league, you know, all right, Nick Bosa deserves to make more. But does Montez Sweat deserve to make more? Does Rashawn Gary deserve to make more? Somebody on the the text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures, so I pay him $88 million over four years, 60 guaranteed. He'd laugh and walk yeah, out of the 22 room. That's a year. That's way light. He's taking, he's yeah. taking $2 million less Too than light. a guy who's never had 10 sacks in a yeah. season. Not yeah. going to do it. No, you, the, your bar, your low bar is 26 Well, if probably. the franchise tag is 22-23, right. I mean, that's the starting point right there um, yeah. You know, for him. And is it going to go – have they already uh, – uh, announce the tag we, numbers. No, we don't, okay, we don't know. So maybe these, goes these are estimates. Right? Okay, like gotcha, gotcha. Different sites project what okay. they expect the cap to be and all yep. that. Yep. Um, somebody made this uh, point or asked this question. How much does the location market and the state tax liability come into play? For example, San Fran versus Jacksonville. Forget location market. Because yep. I, t- I don't – like, I don't know if Josh Allen in any market is getting – a bunch of national endorsements. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. he's a good pass rusher, right. but there are a handful of those guys that, right. that do as pass rushers. Not he's not getting many. a Ritz Cracker commercial, I'll tell you that much. Correct. Yeah. That's because <laughs> that guy's a quarterback, right? <laughs> right? So, but, so we just calculated Nick Bosa's deal, $34 million. Yeah. Let's say it's, you're only paying the California tax burden. When you play in California. Correct. Yeah. So, to make it easy... We'll say um, half the season, yeah. like eight games. Yeah. Uh, we'll call it seventeen million that 17 he's making million. there half on average, right? Yeah. So one year he'll make he'll play eight games. One year he'll play nine. Yeah. The top tax bracket for state income tax in California is going up this year to fourteen point four percent. Okay, I'm, I'm imagining he's in the top tax bracket. I would. Right? Yeah. I think that's probably yeah, yeah. pretty. Safe I would assume. Yeah. The guess. Yeah. Josh Allen pays. Zero state income tax if he signs with the Jags. Right. Nick Bosa, and again, this is not perfect because right, right, right. this is for 2024, but Nick Bosa's tax burden, just his state tax burden on playing half his games in California yep. is almost $2.5 million. Yeah. So you take that 34, now that 34 becomes 31 and a half. Yeah. Right? And, and if I'm the Jags, and I think that's fair, you say, look, okay, yeah, he's got 34, 
but effectively it's 31 and a half because here's what he's paying out in taxes that you won't be. So now that top number does come down. I think that's fair. I think it is too. I think that, I, I mean, I never even thought of that. Uh, obviously I was never a big money guy like that, but yeah, that, that, that should come into the negotiations if you're the Jags. Sure. I'd use it without a doubt. I mean, what's your net, right? Based off of taxes, what's your net? That's what your highest paid player is. It's not gross. I mean, it's for business too. Like, great, your revenues are great. What's your net? Yeah. What's your profit? Right. You revenues. Know, yeah. Revenues are great, and yeah. we're spending it all. Yeah. All right. right. That, that doesn't you know mean that much. These so. these two came back to back. Okay. Um, I'm with Tony. Josh will get T.J. Watt like money. The Jags won't let him walk. They have to keep great players, so we keep uh, so we can't keep going back to square one. Okay. That's one. The next, very next one that comes in, if Josh Allen expects T.J. Watt money, he's delusional <laughs> oh, and not geez. the team player I thought he was. See, that, my issue with that is yeah, no. he doesn't have to be a team no, player no, no, when no. it comes to his con- – Josh Allen doesn't have to leave money on the table no, for Trent Bulky to mismanage right. with somebody else. Right. And you know, we got plenty of room in the cap. Don't we? It's going up 50 mil, too, or something like that? Or We don't know. Oh, what, we don't, what know. We don't know exactly what it'll right, be, right. but That's it's going right. to keep start, going it's, up. It's always right. going up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there's but no like, team discounts. It, I would, if somebody asked me to take it, that, I'd say, well, have you spent all your money wisely? Like, what about this guy? You're overpaying this guy. You're overpaying yeah, yeah, this yeah, guy. Right, you're overpaying. Right. Like, so yeah. if, if I saved you ten million a year, who's to say you wouldn't squander that yeah, on right. a bad player? So I'm right. not giving you any kind of. There's no. No, he's got to get the his max value. He, he look, deserves to it. All of us sitting here thinking anyone in in the world would turn down $88 million over the next four years. It's hard to fathom because we're not, You're not in, that. in that position. You're not in that market. We're just it's not different. there. We're right. like, you know? Right. Take it to your own your own line of profession. If you're doing the same job or better than somebody that's making more money than you, what are you going to say? I deserve more money. Yes. That may be $120,000. I don't know, but it's a ton of money to you. When I was young, man, I used to think if I could make like thirty grand a year, I'd be oh my god, yeah. thirty grand a year? Right, exactly. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'd be fan. You know, and hundred bucks a month in college was incredible. It was, it was amazing, amazing. <laughs> right? And, you know, so you're you're and and it should change, right? Uh, but anyway, I yeah, look again. Smart. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not jealous of Josh Allen. Good for him. No, if he can get thirty million, if the Jags can make it work and field a competitive team, give him whatever you want to give him. Right. But. If him being paid sense. that kind of money bothers you, then just stop paying attention to contracts for players. Like, yeah. you're not going to be anything yeah. but bothered. Yeah. The money's just going to keep it's going up and up and up. And if a guy that's getting paid by your team yeah. is a big number, you're like, whoa. It's like, okay, it's like you can choose to keep getting bothered right. by what NFL athletes are going right. to be paid, or you can just right. accept the reality that the money's going to keep getting bigger. It's the market. Go back to your Daniel Jones example. No, they didn't pay him anywhere near the other you know, like uh, Lamar or anything, because he's not that player. They paid him a ton of money, right. no doubt, but comparative, you know what I mean? Right, I mean, still a ton of I know. money. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's the market. Yeah. Right. Do you, you're almost now in the NFL, I feel like either you get a quarterback that you're willing to pay $50 million plus to, yep. or you get a quarterback that maybe you pay like $20 million to and hope that, yeah. like like a Baker Mayfield yep. kind of yep. situation. Like, let's yep. – I, I don't even know what Baker's making this year. Yeah, I don't know but Like, I'm not dropping $50 million on Baker Mayfield, even right if he now. wins this week. No, 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 no. You know? Um, yeah. And the, the great irony of Baker, perhaps, or at least playing to go to a championship game while Deshaun Watson <laughs> is – Four million collecting this year for Baker. Four million. Obviously, Baker was yeah. a tremendous bargain, yeah. and that was phenomenal. 
like if I'm the Bucks and Baker wants to sign like a three year hundred million dollar deal, I don't think that's no out of thirty mil a year. That's, yeah, 30, 33 a year, right? Yeah. That's probably reasonable. It just shows you how much money the owners have. They have so much money. They really do. They have a no, right? and it keeps and, getting bigger and bigger. And, and bigger. nobody's yep. saying this to begrudge Josh Allen. Get every penny you can, but yep. I, I, I to say I want Josh Allen here, but I also want the Jags to have the wherewithal to be competitive and to have yeah. the ability to go out there and at least pursue other free agents, you yeah. know? And if you want Ridley back, you know? Right. So just for the I, more team-like deals or when you go to Foyer and say, hey, Foyer, let's restructure this this big deal. We'll give you more money up front. You get, you get nice. I think they you know did I mean? that with everyone they could last offseason. Yeah, so they can't just do that. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. Can they, uh, they do that did with it him with a lot no? of guys. Can yeah. they do that with him or no? Because uh, he's got a high number. They did. Right? I, did they? I thought they did. Well, I thought know. he's got like a high cap number, like 20-something, 20 21 or I think 20. he does. Yeah. But that's probably why, because you push. Every yeah. time you do that, right. you push money into the future. That's right. You know, and yeah. he so, deserves I saw somebody get, like, get rid of him. Like, no, don't get rid of him. He's one of our better defensive players. Here's the thing with Josh Allen, too, all right, with the, like, the bump next year. If you tag him again next year, it's going to go up. Okay. If you tag Josh Allen for the next two years, you're probably saving a good bit of money on what you'd be paying on an average for like a five-year deal. Now, the thing is, after two years, you're probably looking to move on. Because he's going to be a free agent. But, I mean, that is – it's a way to do it. Like, I'd love for Josh Allen to be on a five-year deal where you know at least for the next three to four years – you're going to yeah. have him here, yeah. and then maybe you renegotiate the deal, whatever, yeah. whatever. But uh, I, I don't, you know, from a business standpoint, I can understand, well, you know, we could get you for 22, 23 for this year. And if you do it again, we can tag you again and yeah. get you maybe for 26 the next year. And that's still a better deal than some of these contracts that are be give, being given out right yeah. now, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, they just got to find the right value. And hopefully find some common ground. It's good for the team's cap yep. situation. It's good for Josh. Everybody's happy, and we rock and roll. But I wish it was that easy. <laughs> uh, right, never is that easy. But you know, look, you gotta. Again, you you always go back to the play. The player will sit there and compare, and as long as he's realistic into that comparison, they'll find the common ground. You know what I mean? And, I hear and you. the market does move. I mean, look, I wouldn't take twenty five if I was Josh. If they said, Josh, five years, $125 million right now, you're set for life, I'd probably be like, nah. I mean, I love that. That's great. But how about five years, $140 million Yeah. Or $150 million? I might consider – I don't know. 20, $25 is an interesting number because he hasn't done it at that level yeah. year over year over year, right? But he's certainly done it more than some of the guys who just got paid. You know, yep. not not the Watts and the Boses. We're talking about the the Garys and the Sweats yep. of the world. Market value for Josh Allen, according to Spot Track. You know, that yeah, yeah, yeah. these things are what they are. Inexact, but yes. Inexact at best, right? Um twenty three point nine million per year. Five year basically five year hundred and twenty million dollar deal. Twenty four million a year. Is he taking that? After I don't know. after Gary yeah, got four years yeah. ninety six? 24 a year, and he's never had more than nine sacks? Probably not. I'm probably not. So, you understand, if if that's the case, I understand what the market bears, okay. but the Jags have the franchise tag as a tool. It does come down to guaranteed money, too, right? I mean, that's that's a big factor in everything, sure. right? So, I don't know where the other guys are at in guaranteed money, you know, but that may be, you know, one of the, the, the bargaining points for Josh. Like, By the way, hey, wait, TJ Watt's been in this deal for a while. Yeah. All right, yeah. He signed it. He was 26 when he signed his current deal, mm-hmm. right? 80, Which is yeah. where Josh Allen is right yeah, now. Right. And now he's turning 
30 this year. Yep. Uh, Rashawn Gary was 25 this year when he signed his deal. Okay. Yep. Josh is 26. You know, um, what did Rashawn get guaranteed? Like 60, 50, <sighs> something like that? Not sure. Uh, yeah. I'll see if All I right, can find that. Curious. But four years, 96. 34.6. That's it? 34.6 guaranteed. guaranteed. Yep. I mean, that's that's a pretty good that's a bargain. That's a bargain. I mean, if he turns out to be a hell of a player, it's really a bargain. Right. Yeah. Well, it's a bargain in terms of the percentage of guaranteed money, yeah, right, I think. Right. Whether $24 million a year is a bargain for Rashawn Gary, right. he's been a guy who's had a bunch of injury issues as well. Yeah. You know. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Let's run through these divisional playoff games, see who we like. This weekend, I'd like to see the Jags playing. That'd be who we really like. But uh, we'll get to that and uh, take a look at today's Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day. All that and more coming your way. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. You're Mackin' with Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right. Uh, all kinds of... Uh, Opinions and discussion on what they should do with Josh Allen on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. And look, I getting more and more of a sense that I, I could see why Allen's going to want a lot more than the Jags might be willing to offer, at least at the moment. I get it. Guaranteed money factors in. And Doom pointed out, hey, you got to factor in the London tax. Yeah. Things. We're yep. just trying to it, – it's a quick example. Like when you play in California, yep. you're going to pay a lot of your birth. It's a part of the negotiation. Right, and 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 it's, you know is. you can do the whole thing. You can do Bosa's entire schedule and go. This is what he paid in taxes this year. Yeah. This is what you're going to pay in taxes yeah, yeah, this yeah. year, and that yeah. therefore, you know, it's reasonable to think that the gap is not as big. Whatever yeah. the case. So, uh, before we get to our look at the divisional games, let's uh, see if other teams are having issues like we are around the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Well, here is the schedule for the divisional round of the playoffs this weekend. It will start Saturday at 4.30, Houston at Baltimore on ABC and ESPN. Then Saturday night, Green Bay at San Francisco, 8.15 on Fox. Sunday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be in Detroit, 3 o'clock on NBC. The weekend will wrap up with Kansas City at Buffalo, 6.30 on CBS. Houston has ruled out defensive end Jerry Hughes. For their game tomorrow, the Baltimore Ravens have signed running back Dalvin Cook to their active roster and said that he will make his Ravens debut this week against the Houston Texans. Quarterback Marlon Humphrey did not practice Thursday due to a calf injury, and the team has still not activated tight end Mark Andrews or wide receiver Devin DuVernay from their injured reserve list for for Saturday, though both are expected to at least have a chance to play in their divisional round game. Buffalo wide receiver Gabe Davis missed practice again on Thursday with a knee injury. He's not been able to practice so far at all this week. And the city of Indianapolis and the NFL have come to an agreement that will keep the NFL combine in the city through at least the 2025 event. All right, thank you, Tony. Uh, this one last one before we get to these games. Don't forget about deferring some or all of the money until after he retires like Shohei Otani. Completely different scenario. First <laughs> There's no salary cap in baseball. You can yeah. pay the guy $8 billion and, and say you're going to pay it in They're the year 3000 They're trying 3, to stay under luxury yeah. tax stuff. Right, that, right. but they don't have to don't be have below to. the luxury tax. Yeah. And Otani, I would imagine, makes tens of million in endorsements yeah. between here yeah. and Japan. Josh Allen's not getting that kind of yeah. surplus yeah. income. I see Otani on stuff all the time. Yeah. Right, like yeah, he's the face of baseball right now. And right, he, but like, and I imagine back in Japan, he's he's getting money hand over fist yeah. as well. Yeah. Right, yeah, so yeah. Uh, you can't to you can't do that. You can't just say, hey, you know, I'm going to circumvent the salary cap. We'll 
wink, wink, defer this right. for down the line. And Josh right. is Josh Allen, you know, Shohei's a rare case. Yeah. I don't think Josh Allen's going to go, yeah, you can pay me 25 a year, but I'll take two now, yeah. and I'll take the other 23 10 years from now. Yeah. I'm, I'm well, what did Bonilla do? He gets He did one. that over like 30 yeah. years. But again, baseball's yeah. a different no, I know. No salary yeah, yeah. cap. Yeah, that'd be know? nice. So as in retirement, oh. getting 1.3 every year. It's smart <laughs> because then you can't blow all your money. No, right. You know, True. I mean, you can blow it 1.3 at a time. At a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go through the games here uh, this weekend. Right. Uh, first off, uh, we've got over 300 votes on this. Uh, which of the four underdogs is the best bet to cover the spread? Okay. Uh, ask you guys on that before we get to the winners this weekend. You got Texans plus nine and a half. Packers plus nine and a half, Bucks plus six and a half, Chiefs plus two and a half. Tony, what's the best bet to cover? Oh, this best weekend? bet to cover, I'd probably go with Tampa. Tampa, okay. Against Detroit. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, I'm gonna go Green Bay. Okay. Yeah, I think they, I think they're gonna lose, but I think Green Bay keeps it within ten. I, I think there's a lot of, there's a little bit of, I say a lot. There's a little bit of a groundswell for people. I see some people starting to pick that upset pick. Uh, I'm with Tony. I, I'm picking the Bucks to win, so I certainly yeah, think too. they're the best bet to cover. Uh, okay. If I think they're going to win outright, they're getting six and a half points. So, yep. um, all right, uh, Texans Ravens. What do you see happening this weekend? Uh, I think Houston's going to come out strong, and I think Baltimore is going to pull away at the end. Yeah, that's um, what I think. Too. I don't like, know, if like a thirteen point ish win, maybe. Yeah, but, it could but be late. It could be. I think. It, I think at some point in the fourth quarter, it's a one score game. That's what I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And maybe they throw on a field goal and it's 10 points, something like that. I think it'll be a competitive game. I think the Texans are going to – It's they played in week one. Texas went run heavy in that game because it was C.J. Stroud's first game. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, on, I don't totally even look at that. No, me neither. Right? No, me neither. Uh, Tony, who are you going with here? I'll go with the Baltimore Ravens at home. Uh, yeah. Covering the nine and a half? <sighs> Probably not. Okay. Uh, I'm borderline. It's like yeah. – you know I, I mean? That's how it's, they do in Vegas. Yeah, it's right. Really, that's why they put <laughs> it right. at nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Niners over the Packers. Anybody taking Green Bay to win it outright? No. no. Okay. Uh, me either. Um, I've got the Bucks. Tom, you said you got the Bucks. Tony, yeah, you going Bucks, Bucks or Lions? Yeah, I'm going Lions. Okay. And uh, I, I'm going with the Bills yeah. uh, at home against the Chiefs. And okay. I, look, I think the Chiefs can beat them, and the line, yeah. but the line is only two and a half. So you're talking about the most likely to cover. Yeah. I don't think it's them. Um, it's interesting though. Isaiah Pacheco didn't play the first time. These two teams yeah. match up. Buffalo is a completely uh, different approach team now. They're they've become a running team under yeah. Ken Dorsey. You can run on them a little bit though too. I'm I'm actually I think KC's going to go in there and win. I I love Buffalo, but I don't know. What really impressed me last week against Miami is the fact that you've got a QB. It doesn't matter what the conditions are; he's whipping it around anyway. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. Everyone thought because of the weather against Miami, it's going to be run, run, run. And they're like, no, it's not. No. We got the QB, and so does Buffalo. So, it's good. I think, what a nightcap. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Mahomes is special, yeah. right? And in the playoffs, all we've seen is him be special. Like, yeah. his whole career, he's yeah. found a way to do that. I still I like the Bills at home. By the way, I said under Ken Dorsey meant since firing Ken Dorsey mm-hmm. before gotcha. I get uh, just destroyed on the text line, Uh-oh. which is a daily occurrence, yeah. uh, which is fine. <laughs> um, all right, so here's Man, here's what that. the uh, percentages are in terms of covering. Um, more people went with the Chiefs against the Bills, 36%. 28.8 said the Texans are the most likely to cover versus the Ravens. 23.4 went with the Bucks, And only 11.4 went with Green Bay uh, covering the 9.5 against San Francisco. Let's just. I think we'll get more competitive games than we got uh, Wild Card Weekend, sure. with the exception of the Lions-Rams. So, yep. Yep. all right, Agreed. let's welcome in XL Primetime. 
Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. All right, uh, we got Big Surce here with us. Uh, what's, what's going up, on, Leon? How are you? I'm good, good. See my man, T. Mac. Up, I haven't seen him in a week. Yeah, it's good to see you, bro. Good to see you, bro. Yeah, man, absolutely. So we're talking about Josh Allen today mm-hmm. uh, in in large part. Um, what would you pay Josh Allen? Uh, like an average, if Nick Bosa's at the top among yeah. edge rushers, on average getting $34 million a year, mm-hmm. you had several guys this year that have not put up the numbers of Josh Allen Getting around twenty-four million. What's the num? What's what are you willing to pay Josh Allen? Uh, average annual compensation. And what does Bosa make at thirty-four? Thirty-four. Yeah. Twenty-five, twenty-seven, somewhere in that yeah. nature. Somewhere, right. that, somewhere in that ballpark. Like Rashawn Gary just signed a deal mid-season, mm-hmm. twenty-four million a year. He's never had more than nine sacks in a year. Wow. He's getting twenty-four. Yeah. yeah. If I'm Josh Allen, like I'm not those guys 24. that are going to be the mid-range guys in a couple of years, when everyone hits the top, when the top guys start re- equaling it. that yeah. thirty-four, yeah. Mm-hmm. then twenty-five is going to look like okay, that's a pretty good player. Yeah. Right. right? It's Josh got like Allen, Christian Kirk's contract. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it looked huge at yeah. the time, and then quickly it was like, oh, right. It happened pretty fast. Yeah, my only concern with that is that I mean, it was his rookie. year. I mean, not his rookie, but it was his contract year. He had his big sure. year. I got to see another year. Okay. I mean, not, not before we're paying him. No, okay, not, no, okay. no, not before gotcha, we're paying him. Gotcha. I'm just saying, I just want to see the consistency. I mean, yeah. Bosa got the money he got because consistently no he's, a, he's double-digit sacks. So are you not giving him a five-year deal right I'm now? Get, uh, yeah. Well, it ain't my money. Hell, I, I'll give it to you. Well, I understand, but if you were the GM of the Jets. Right, right now, with the, with the consistency, at, not only with the sacks, the pressures, the tackles, and all that kind of stuff, he was an all-around player. Absolutely, I would give him the contract. I wouldn't, he, mess around, I wouldn't mess around with tagging him and all this other kind of stuff. Just but if he said money. 28, 29 is what he would what, want what a year. What if he wants 30 a year? Right, and you said, you know what, franchise tag, do it again this year. We'll talk about that again. Is that the direction you would go with it? Yes. Okay. It's tough, yeah. right? Like yeah, you want you tough. want him here, and people tell us we got all the time. Give him whatever he wants. Well, well no, you nah, can't nah, give him whatever can't he wants. Nah, yeah. You nah. know. I like the twenty-seven, twenty-eight. They, I, I, yeah, they I'm, I'm that. thinking in that ball ring. You know, I'm that you ballpark. Know? Somewhere twenty-seven, risk, twenty-eight. What's the risk for Josh? He signs the tag. Let's just say they go the tag route. What's the risk? A injury. Sure. B mm-hmm. doesn't have as good of a year as he had the year before. And then what's his, you know what I mean? Like maybe they say, hey, Josh, you know, it's twenty-seven million a year. You, you bro. could I mean, say that too at twenty-five million. Go, yeah, hey, look, because you're going to get sixty, seventy guaranteed or whatever the number is. In that scenario, well, wait a minute. I'm better than Gary. I'm better than Sweat. I deserve a little more. He could. Than, or you could, tag. And he could. You could also dangle that tag out there and go, yeah. here it comes. You could. That's or hard. you, you could, could tag him and then April uh, draft uh, Jared Verse. If he makes yeah. it to you. Yeah. It's, you know, Jared Verse could. Let me ask you this. Be uh, off the board. Do you think uh, they're thinking at all that Trayvon can take over for Josh in that kind of role? Uh, I mean, it's their first pick. Is it, it is their first pick. His first, their first pick. He had a pick. good year. He had a great year. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't see 10 sacks. You know, because that I part think of the it, equation. I, think, like, I mean, I, I think that if, if the negotiations go awry and they don't think I can get this thing signed and they sign him to a one-year tag, yeah. and maybe you go get another pass rusher. You're going to have to, yeah. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. got to get you another pass rusher. But maybe I think that's it. Like, hey, Trey Bond can take we over. We thought they needed to get another pass rusher this year. They didn't. Well, I, that would I'm be not Josh gonna, gone, though. Josh would oh, be gone. Oh, if he's gone, I thought you were saying under attack. I'm just saying, like, if say you can't come to an agreement, you're like, you know what, we got Trayvon. Let's just let Josh move. Tag him and then try to trade him or whatever. But I, I mean, there's like I, I think there's like a zero percent chance he's not playing for the Jags this year. 
I, I, oh, near zero. There's like, the only scenario him. is if they tag him and somebody yeah. came in yeah. and said, we'll give you all these draft picks yeah. for him. Uh, but they're not – you can't let no, him walk out the door. No, I agree. And yeah. I, and, no, you and, cannot. And, and, like, cannot. Leon, I don't have a problem. Like, you tag a guy and you go draft his eventual replacement. But mm-hmm. then if you're doing that, if you're drafting Jared Verse or whatever, what about O-line? What about wide receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about yeah. you know, like yeah. you, what about corner? What what about all these different things? You know, right. it's tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, it's always tough when you when you go home and don't make the playoffs. All these different needs that you have. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. It's, it's amazing that when yeah, you right. win, oh. the need it shrinks, but when you lose, you ain't oh. out. If they were in the oh. playoffs right now, oh. like, oh. bam, thirty. Oh, yeah. yeah, what the hell? Give <laughs> whatever you want. Give whatever We're doing great. Yeah, no, that's that's the way it goes. Lynn, what's coming up today for you guys? Oh, uh, well, we, we're going we're gonna to talk playoffs. We're going to talk uh, what team are you most afraid of going into the, Ooh, this weekend. Good one. And we're going to talk what do these teams in the playoff have that we don't have. Ooh, mm. Good one. All right, I, I like think uh, the what most people are afraid of is Team Balky. But I'll leave on that. <laughs> All right, that'll do it, Leon. Have you a good show. Appreciate it. Appreciate it coming yeah. up. Uh, that will do it for us today on Jaguars today uh, for Tom McManus. Any gigs this weekend? No, next Friday though at Culhane's at the beach. So okay. yeah, we'll be we'll be crap. I'm chilling this weekend, man. I'm I'm gonna right I'm gonna do a lot football of weekend. football and eating and hanging out with the fans. Right. It's gonna be great. I imagine Tony's doing the same. Divisional round of the playoffs. Oh, man. Uh, pockets weekend. don't go pulling a groin today, no, man. Pray for me. <laughs> pray for me. You know, uh, faculty versus students yeah, over no at Baldwin. Dunk on somebody, would you? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a box score on Twitter after what, the game. What's yeah. the highest rim you could dunk on, pockets? I can touch 10 feet, but with the ball, probably nine. Nine, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's reasonable. Like, now I could I mean, I could now I, I could dunk on an eight, but back in the day. Jumping in bed. 10 feet, one inch <laughs> I could have done. All right, that'll do it for us. Uh, everybody have a great weekend, and uh, we'll come back next week, and hopefully the Texans have had their brains beat in. Uh, honestly, that's <laughs> – mm-hmm. uh, I don't point, really care, to be honest I do. I, I don't want to hear a whole offseason about uh, how C.J. Stroud is the prince of the league. I really don't. That's me personally. Yeah. Well, so he's earning some of that. I'm not saying he's not. He's I just don't want to hear it. it. Yeah. So there you go. Go All get right. your face smashed in and go throw five picks tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Baltimore. Could happen against that I, defense. I, would, I will root for it. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for us. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. XL Primetime is coming up next here on 1010XL 92.5 FM.